Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're on site at Buffalo Wild Wings, Knowles Mill Road, punching into the GPS, 763 Knowles Mill Road. Come say hello to Danny Ruye, Ryan Clary, and myself. We are kicking it with you until 630. We got Jay Gruden on the show at 5. That's 56 minutes away. And at 6 o'clock, you'll hear what Ron Rivera said today to reporters. Try to clarify his comments, although he, he didn't say he, he actually kind of admitted fault. He said, I, I didn't know he could have been eliminated. Feels like something he should have known. We'll talk about that yeah, coming up known that. at 425. Also said he didn't regret starting Carson Wentz, and he did not commit to any of his three quarterbacks for this weekend. More on that coming up when we discuss the commanders with Matt Paris. We'll also be breaking down the Caps, who might still be scoring against Montreal. But we got to start on the hardwood. Beltway Blitz time. Dave Johnson, voice of the Wizards. You can hear him occasionally here on 106.7 The Fan and the majority of the season on our sister station here as part of the Odyssey family in town. Wizards won 1895 victors in Milwaukee. Dave, what a performance. I know Milwaukee was undermanned and missing most of their stars, but the Wiz scored 68 in the first half and rolled last night to stay hot. Yeah, and again, nobody felt sorry for the Wizards when they were missing uh, stars and we were missing uh, Bradley Beal last night. Obviously, they were missing Middleton and, and Drew Holiday and the guy named Giannis, but still a very deep and, and, and dangerous team. And uh, they just did what they were supposed to do last night: uh, go out and and play good team basketball, get contributions from you know everyone. And again, the the play of uh, the records I don't have it in front of me, but but with Rui in the lineup, the Wizards are a winning team, and with Delon Wright, they're now eight and one or something like that. So. These are two guys that, that make a difference coming off the bench. And, um, you know, we, we go through all that hemming and hawing when you're missing players and, well, no excuses and this and that. But oh, the Bucks showed it last night. They're not the same team when they don't, uh, aren't fully uh, stabbed, if you will. And it's the same thing for the Wizards. So the key is, is as I said, stay healthy. This is an important 30-day stretch for this team. They've, they've got to get it together, and they are. And it's great they have a five-game winning streak, but congratulations, they have to have one because they have to make up for the, the missteps of before. Dave, this is running counter to what the rest of the league seems to be doing. They want to start, you know, five guys under 6'4", but all of a sudden you got a Twin Towers thing going on here with Daniel Gafford inserted into the starting lineup. He's been active, and it feels like defensively they're better when he and Chris Tapps are on the court together. Oh, there's no question. And Chris Tapps, I mean, I just hope people fully appreciate because while he is a big guy, it's a very big guy, at 7-3, guys, he's got guard skills. If you watch some of his crossovers and drives, and you're like, wait a minute, is a guy with the legs that long really doing that? And, and uh, so this is why he's, you know, such a, such a matchup problem or such a problem for opposing teams because he, his footwork is so strong, not only on offense, but then on, on defense. 
you know, one minute he's on the wing covering somebody, and, and I witnessed it game in and game out, but I think about it last night. You know, Javon Carter drives, thinks he's gotten rid of Porzingis, and all of a sudden Porzingis is this shadow over him. So, uh, you know, uh, the stats show that Porzingis is blocking shots, but there's, there's so many times Porzingis just changes things by being Porzingis. When all of a sudden you go to drive and you think you've got an opening, and wow, 7-3 casts a big shadow, and, and that alters uh, shots and, and possessions. So, uh, as we've said, and I could never get a sentence out whenever we talked about how well Porzingis is playing, and people would put the caveat when he's healthy, when he's ball. You know what? He's he's been healthy this year, and and ironically, the uh, two of the misses were for a non-COVID illness. So you know, Knockwood, this is a special player, and it, it becomes a special tandem with him and, and Daniel Gafford because, as I said, Porzingis is is a big guy who can act like just about anything he wants to on the floor. Dave Bradley Beal missing these last three games, and the Wizards have won all three by 23, 19, and 25 points. Why is it that they have a better winning percentage without him than with him over the last few years? You know, I, 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 they need him, and I, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, obviously the, the last, uh, you know, three games, Phoenix is, is okay. They were We were missing Beal. They were missing Booker. So that's, that's kind of a, if you want to call that a wash. I mean, Orlando – you know, situation because of the uh, the malice at Joe Lewis Arena. I know that doesn't rhyme, but that scuffle that left all those, you know, players suspended. Uh, you know, they should have won that game against Orlando. And you know what? Um, it, no guarantee because, again, this Bucks team still had players uh, that can hurt you. So, uh, you know, I'd have to look at, at game-by-game situations. Certainly the last three, you know, I'm not going to deny they were helped by uh, uh, playing lineups that were also either missing one or two players. So um, uh, they need him back. And, and look, they, they need – it's just like they needed Rui when he was missing for nine games. Uh, and, and, he, and you show it what he does when he comes off the bench. Or, you know, DeLon Wright, no, I don't remember any training conversations about him and how important it was to have a – you know, yes, the deflections and all that other stuff, but – to have a, a veteran backup point guard to help, you know, run the to not help but to run the second unit. So, um, uh, you, you know, you need an elite scorer, elite player like Bradley Beal um, in the lineup. So it it just uh, there's, there's if if the you know they are a winning team without him, but they're not better with him. Dave, thank you as always, buddy. Happy New Year to you. Yep, uh, we're gonna go ice fishing tonight and game tomorrow. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy yourself. Get yourself a fish. Darius, hit that sounder for the Capitals, please. After giving away a game to the Ottawa Senators, GP, where they gave away a late lead, ended up getting a loser point in that one, I almost feel bad for the Montreal Canadiens. We're going through a bit of a rebuild. They had some kids going. Grant, I think they could have scored 15 goals in this game if they kept the pedal to the metal. What an absolute drubbing that was. Yeah, takeaway number one, Montreal was horrendous. They're not good. I mean, that, that was – I don't know that I've seen anything that bad defensively in the NHL for a long time. Number two – Number two. That was fun for those Caps fans at Capital <laughs> One Arena. Alex Ovechkin hat trick, so you got to see that. Then goals from Dylan Strome, Anthony Mantha, Garnet Hathaway. Who else? Marcus Johansson uh-huh. and Eric Gustafson. A nine spot for the Caps. They were chanting, we want 10. 
We want 10. And you know what? They almost scored a 10th, despite the fact that they really weren't that interested in doing so in the last couple of minutes of the game. I mean, the big story, again, is Alex Ovechkin, who I think if they would have played one more period, might have caught Wayne Gretzky <laughs> just in the fourth just period. That, yeah. yeah, he would have scored 60 goals or so and, and closed the gap, maybe 90 had overtaken him. But for Ovi, that gives him now 26 on the year, 806 in his career. You start to look at the NHL leaderboard for goals scored, and this season he's got himself now in the conversation in the chase for the Rocket Richard. He's only six goals back. He's one goal away with Tage Thompson from being number two in the NHL in goals this year behind Connor McDavid, who's the best player on the planet. Whisper quiet, too, by the way. They're Jeffersoning, if that's even a verb. Moving on up in the old standings in the Metropolitan as the Rangers have cooled off a little bit. Pittsburgh has as well. They've got 47 points tied with Tampa Bay uh, for, uh, I think it's fifth most in the conference. This was a group that was out of it a month ago. They're not now. They're playing really, really good hockey with reinforcements on the way. I was wrong. I thought this group would kind of just be okay. Maybe they'll regress a little bit. I don't know that they're this good where you win you know, 10 out of every 11 times that you play, but they're playing really well, pulling themselves back into a conversation where you're excited to see them in the postseason. Caps idle tonight. They host the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow, 7 o'clock at Capital One Arena. And then on Thursday, the 5th of the month, they're in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets, quick little road ahead for the Capitals. All eyes going to be on TJ Oshie here as he is nearing, nearing a return. Tom Wilson, Nicholas Backstrom making some progress as well. If they get a couple of those guys back, whichever tandem, in the next week or two, I mean, it's going to feel like massive trade deadline acquisition. 100%, dude. You know, if Backstrom can be his old self, and I don't think he's ever going to be Backstrom of six, seven years ago again, but just get some really quality second, third line center play from him. You know, sound defensively, great passer. T.J. Oshie brings an unbelievable amount of energy that no one else on the team really can. Wilson's a power forward, the likes of which there's not really a guy with his size and speed and strength and skill and hands in the league at this point. You know, they're going to be in really, really good shape. All right, let's keep it moving. The Beltway Blitz lands on the gridiron. Our buddy, the Bulldog, or as we like to call him, the Pitbull, Matt Paris of the Washington Times. Matt, why don't we start with Rivera's press conference today? He would not name a starting quarterback. I was a little bit surprised by that because this game now doesn't matter at all. It has to be Sam Howell, right? You would imagine so. Rivera's also a big, you know, I have to tell the team first before I tell the media. Um, It it feels like everyone kind of knows it's going to be Howell, but... um, did you, you know, take his they, comment when yeah. he said, like, we're going to try to win? I took that as he might start Heineke. Am I, am I looking too deep it, into it? No, I mean, it could be. You know, I, I saw you on Twitter get into it with Ben about whether, you know, the commanders could take the, the Eagles approach from, you know, they, they start the better quarterback and then turn to Howell at some point. I mean, I, I think anything's on the table. And, frankly, they should start Howell just based on, you know, you need to evaluate him at some point and, these reps could be pretty valuable. Uh, Matt, can we confirm that Ron Rivera now knows the team has been eliminated from postseason uh, contention? <laughs> we can. Uh, mm. Yes, very much so. He, he addressed the gap in his presser, said that he was just focused on winning. I mean, I don't know if that explanation will satisfy a lot of people, but he, he gave his point of view. Matt, uh, stick aside, I, I actually find that, like a huge deal. I know everyone's more concerned with big picture and the, they don't have a quarterback and we're sort of back in this kind of stuff. 
if he's busy doing defensive game plans, if he's busy drawing up uh, uh, you know offensive plays on a post-it note, it's slightly more forgivable. It's still not, but that's I can't have that. I can't have the guy that's in charge of everything not be aware, especially given the weight of a potential fourth quarter decision. Do we go for the tie because that doesn't hurt us that badly, or do we have to win the game depending on what's going on with the rest of the league? I, I can't have that. I, I thought that was not just a whoopsie daisy. He didn't know. I you can tell your team one thing. I need you to know that. I, like that to me is massive and huge and a huge failing that we should be talking about an awful lot. Where do you stand on it? Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, you would wonder if he knew that, would that affect the outcome at all? Would he have gone to Taylor Heineke more, sooner? Or, you know, would he have gone to Taylor at Heineke all? at all? To, yeah, at all to, to make a change? You know, you have to wonder questions like that after that type of a mission. And when it just felt like the whole day lacked an urgency, right? Like the team comes out not as urgent or flat. And someone sitting there could say, man, it's almost like these guys don't know they could be eliminated today. (laughs) And then you find out after the game that the coach who was just asked, did you consider making a quarterback change, literally didn't know they could be eliminated. What what else is there to know? I mean, every fan in the stand knows that. And I've had all kinds of tough guys on social media saying stuff like, you obviously never played. He He's just in charge of them winning. You can walk and chew gum. Yes, your job is to get your team to win. Also, it's kind of important to know whether or not you're going to make the playoffs and what could happen to get you there. Yeah, I think the only thing I would play devil's advocate on is that slow kind of methodical pace is, is the, the type of pace that Rivera wanted for his team. You know, you, do, you look at that 21-play drive, but the danger of playing football like that is you've got to be perfect every time. And when you have Carson Wentz in at quarterback, you're not going to be perfect. All right, let's go to Wentz's performance. That I, 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 didn't think he's, I don't think he's any good, and I, I think that's you know, kind of been proven out. I didn't think it would be that bad, though. I thought there would be just enough to kind of fool the fools and just enough to, to maybe try to have them justify that he could come back next year or, or something to that effect. Like, how did we get that? Like, that's, that's the worst performance probably of his career, and that includes a year that he was broken, which caused the marriage to end in Philadelphia. Like, how did that happen? I don't know. I mean, it, he pretty much displayed all of the same flaws that he did through the first six games that he has throughout his entire career. I mean, the, the lack of being able to complete simple checkdowns, I think, was the most glaring thing, the, the bad decision-making that led to the interceptions. It was really just a complete disaster all the way around. And, you know, you kind of feel for the guy with the the crowd chanting Heineke, Heineke, but, you know, it's his job to still perform. All right, Matt, is there any chance that anything happens with Rivera either by way of losing front office control and or head coaching responsibility? You know, I'd still be surprised. I mean, you guys know that the the looming sale or the, the potential sale is such a factor in this, it would be hard not to. One thing I did kind of remember is that, you know, you look at what the Broncos did last year, they were kind of in limbo, but they still made a coaching change. But, you know, that ended up being a disaster too because Nathaniel Hackett didn't even make it a, a full season. So, you know, I, I think the best course of out, the, the best outcome would just be let, let a new owner decide, uh, give Rivera another season and just kind of, you know, uh, have him be a lame duck in a sense, but um, that, that's something they'll have to determine, uh, you know, as the weeks go by here. 
Matt, thank you as always, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. <laughs> I got him. Yeah, he, did. he popped him at the end. He goes, yep, you – oh, right. Happy Thanksgiving. See you, brother. There is Matt Paris, Washington Times. And I, I would agree with him. Like, if I'm running the show, I'm not making a change about to be out or with a new owner coming in. doesn't really make a whole lot of sense from a chronological standpoint in terms of how things are going to go moving forward. We have not gotten into the Rivera comment yesterday from the presser that everyone in the country is talking about today. So let's do that next. Rivera did not know, coaching in week 17, as he operated all day long, that his team could be eliminated if they lost and some other things happened. How big of a deal is that? How problematic is that for you? 800-636-1067. We'll take out our shovels and dig into that next on Grant and Danny, live from Buffalo Wild Wings and Culpepper. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Allen consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, ah, that's then right. you guys are eliminated. Well, we'll see. But would Sam be a consideration, or is it wins first? Well, Sam? we'll see. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, you know, try and predict anything. We'll see what happens. That was Ron Rivera post game in his press conference yesterday. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. Cole Pepper, Buffalo Wild Wings off Knolls Mill Road. We're here until six thirty. Jay Gruden at five and. You'll hear the latest Rivera press conference from this afternoon, the day after those words made their way around the country. What did he say about that? And he was noncommittal on quarterback come Sunday against Dallas. No starter named yet. What is he considering at QB? We will get into all of that when you hear his press conference coming up at 6 o'clock this evening. But we haven't really talked about these comments where he said he didn't know that they could be eliminated. So first things first, the initial conversation I saw was, is he being sarcastic? Was he being facetious? And I would say if you have not watched the video, watch the video. Because that will tell you everything you need to know. Unless he's the greatest actor since Daniel Day-Lewis. He had no idea that they could be eliminated. Let's just put a, a bow on that convo. I would also point out that part of the reason I asked about their elimination was earlier in the press conference, he made a comment and I was sitting there and I thought, wait, he knows they can be eliminated, right? His comment ignored the fact that they might not have a chance next week. And I've got it in front of me. 
He said, now we've got to count on somebody else, which is fine. He said, that's not the position we want to be in. What we want to do is take care of our business. You want to win football games when you have a chance to do that. He went on to say, it's exactly that. We now have to count on someone. If we don't win on Sunday next week, then it's over, obviously. But if we win, we've got to hope someone else wins. And when I heard that, I thought, well, wait a second. He knows that if the Packers win right now in the game that's about to kick off. Yeah, it's happening. Then next Sunday doesn't matter at all. He, he, again, this is a direct quote. If we don't win on Sunday next week, then it's over, obviously. But if the, we do win, we've got to hope somebody else wins or loses. Excuse me. Point of the dude's story is when I heard that, I thought, wait a second. Why does he think next week is 100% going to matter? Unless he's just assuming Minnesota's going to beat Green Bay, which is part of why I asked the question the way that I did. I did not think he didn't know that. I, I was just thinking he was going to say, look, we need to get our help tonight, and, and you know, we'll figure it out tomorrow what we're going to do with Sam Howe. But make no mistake about it, he did not know that they could be eliminated, period. He has admitted to that multiple times over. He's gotten reporters to comment on this with you know, his side of the story. Not one of them has said that he told them that he didn't know. He admitted today that he didn't know. He said it was a gaffe. So – Let's just separate people who want to say he was being sarcastic because that's not correct. Now, him not knowing, big deal, little deal. Enormous deal. Controllable, massive deal. You can call the greatest play of all time. A guy could be open. The quarterback could throw it great. You know, somebody drops it or there's a penalty or, or something else. There are certain things that are 100% in your control. That is your preparation. That is your effort. That is your energy. That is your sleep patterns. That is your study habits. That is your preparedness and awareness for what's going on in the league and what's going on in and around your team. It's beyond inexcusable. It's beyond inexcusable. The millionaire, the highly compensated professional in charge of every element of the organization. What's the temperature of the coffee in the building? Rivera decides that. Everybody reports to the chairman of the board. That's him because Dan's on his yacht involved in 900 different lawsuits and imbroglios. This is Ron's show. What is it you do here? What are you doing if you don't know this much? I'm not asking you to tell me what's better in, on, a, on a third and seven if you go with a 3-3-5 with Cobra personnel or you're doing a stunt or a TE game or moving, uh, uh, you know, how many snaps Chase Young is playing. I'm not capable of debating you on that, football expert. I knew that and you didn't? The professional? This to me is so bad. And so inexcusable, and it's not just an embarrassment. It's not just a whoopsie-daisy, I was so focused on winning. Really? You're the coach that cared about winning? Lots of coaches are interested in winning, are also generally aware of where they are in the standings. Also, somehow, I bet you Mike McDaniel knew that it was a pretty big deal if they won or lost that game this coming weekend with the Miami Dolphins. Somehow, with all the bullets flying, able to juggle and do both. Matrix style, like he's Neo. This is the highest level of incompetence in Boobery. You've got time to go on your victory tour and showcase how cool of a guy you are when things are going great. When the, the, the bleep is hitting the fan here, when it's time to rally the troops, I need you to know that on fourth and two from the 36, when you're down seven, what you should do based on what's happening with the rest of the league. You need to know intuitively, does a tie hurt us? You knew a couple weeks ago when you didn't go for it in New York. You had a chance to, do, to, 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 to be riskier. But you said, you know what, at this time, a tie doesn't hurt us as bad as it might hurt some other teams. We can play for that in overtime against the Giants. That's awareness. You're capable of it. You weren't in this case. 
I'm telling you, if this was a regular organization, not with an owner that's a tyrant and terrible and the worst kind of person, I would 100% call him into my office if I was the owner and say, I'm not going to fire you. You and I are going to have conversations. I'm telling you, that's fireable. That's malpractice. That's beyond. You made us look so incompetent. I put you in charge of all of this, and you're going to stand up there and tell people that you weren't aware of it and then text your couple reporter buddies to haul that water up the hill like your Beatrix kiddo and, and kill Bill too? My side of the story is I wanted to win. Congrats, first coach in the history of the world that wants to win. I, I got to have you be better than that. That, whatever that is, can never happen again. Whatever you got to do to make sure it doesn't, you do it and you start right now this minute. Yeah, so for me, it, it's, it's really simple here. This is a $7 billion company. <laughs> Think, this is a, it is. It's a $7 billion company. It is. There are 32 of these jobs on the planet. 32. There's, there's 8 billion people on planet Earth. Yep. 32 of them get to coach in the National Football League. I need you to know more about everything involved with your team than every person in the crowd. And if you don't, you're not good enough. Every fan with a commander's hat on in that stadium knew showing up yesterday they could be eliminated. Every single one of them. It is inexcusable that he didn't. Sorry. That is outrageous. You didn't like the question. I apologize. That's not important. What's important is you knowing your team could be eliminated. He said, well, I thought about going to Heineke. If he knew his team could be eliminated, might he have actually done that? Because you're coaching for your season rather than thinking no matter what, you'll have a chance next year. That's now a reasonable question you could ask. As you said, if a game in overtime, like a few weeks ago, comes down to playing to tie or playing to win, you would want to know, hey, are we eliminated possibly today? Or no matter what, will we have a chance next week? It could alter the way you coach. But even that is not something I care about. I care about the fact that there are 32 of these jobs, and I need my head coach to control all the controllables. I want a brilliant savant who is smarter than the person on the other sideline. I want to have every advantage possible based on what I control, who, who's a better leader of men, who's a better play designer, who's a better organizer, who's a better culture builder. If you don't know that you can be eliminated, what else don't you know? That, that's all I kept thinking last uh. night. He does not run the offense. He does not run the defense. He does not lead the, the meetings all week. He is, and, and this is a fine way to do it, right? There's, there's a little bit of Mike Tomlin who does this. There's some other guys. His job is the great overseer, right? He gives the speech. He keeps everyone pulling the rope in the same direction. He does the interviews. He's the face of the franchise and the head of the snake. Ideally, uh, him being a good dude rubs off, and he, and he gives the hug to Jeremy Reeves when he makes the Pro Bowl. And, like, he hires people to do a lot of the coaching and coordinating, right? And there's nothing wrong with doing it that way. But this is the type of stuff he should do. He's sitting in his office throughout the day. He should be clicking through playoff. And I'm joking about that because you're actually handed this. Someone from your football admin staff comes in on Monday for their meeting every week at 10 a.m. and goes, hey, coach, here's the deal. Here's what, here's what we got to do to clinch. Here's what happens for us to get eliminated. That's a meeting that just happens before I'm awake in the morning because you're an NFL head coach every single week down the stretch of the season. 
I, I couldn't believe that yesterday. To the extent that I had a follow-up question I was going to ask, and I immediately just handed the mic to someone else and said, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, literally, I was just yeah. like, all right, well, I know what I'm talking about tomorrow. Yeah, that's the plan. I couldn't believe. And the only thing worse, in my opinion, than him not knowing are the people that are defending this. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network tweeted this last night. I'm going to read his tweet. He said, not sure what the issue is. Only thing that matters is winning. Pretty safe to assume Ron Rivera was singularly focused on that rather than what would happen if they lost. Clearly, Rivera sent to him, hey, I need you to do what, you know, whatever, and so he posted this. This is an embarrassing tweet. This is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the issue is. Where do you want me to start? I'm pretty sure. Only thing that matters is winning. You act like you can't do both. Like he can't focus on winning and also know that his team could be eliminating. Pretty safe to assume Rivera was singularly focused on that. Don't be. Be focused on winning and know that your team can be eliminated. Can you imagine thinking this isn't a big deal? Those people are out there. Yeah, I, the you know if you're just uh, and again I don't know how you could be today. The you know the relentless homer that thinks any criticism means that you're no longer a fan or or, or whatever. You know the the, the crazy folks. It, it is a it is a glaring. The question that you asked rhetorically that I think is so profound. If you don't know this, what else don't you know? The the window we get so few into their process. And this is not just the the the, the, the dumb football team, not the, the commanders. This is the NFL in general. This is this is front offices. This is pro sports, etc. They give us fractions of nuggets when we just want to know. We want transparency. We want information. We want accountability. We want to know who made what call, right? We want to know who stood on the table for what, who who won the argument, who lost. How did we get here? We get so few of these windows. That was a window. He opened it wide. Said, "Told you, I don't know." I didn't know that. It's a pretty big deal I didn't know that. Then, in damage control, the two arguments are, well, he was actually being sarcastic and condescending. Cool, I guess. That's a neat way to go about it. But the other side, the, well, I was focused on winning. So, the, oh, I'm so sorry. I, 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 that's, I, oh, my God, you were? You, the, oh, Jesus, what have we done as a people? Us fans, we, oh, we've screwed this whole thing up. I'm so sorry, Ron. I'm sorry to bug you. No more questions. You guys, they were trying to win. No, win. That's what they were trying to do. So don't bother them anymore. No one ask any more questions ever again then, if that's the answer to, to, to the quandary. They were singularly focused on winning. Okay, well, you screwed that up too. Your singular focus sucked, By the Hoss. way, <laughs> just, just a little note on the singularly focused on winning part. You played the Browns at home, and you got work. I was singularly focused on winning, Grant, so no further questions. That's, that's my – next time I get pulled over, I, I, I know I was speeding. I was singularly focused on winning. So, that, thanks so much, officer. Is that our new winning off the field? Thanks so much, officer. D- did we just find our replacement for winning off the field? Hey, uh, you know, singularly focused on winning is the new segment. Your Honor, I know he's dead. <laughs> I was singularly focused on winning. So, thanks so much for the time, court, jury. Peace out, everybody. Singularly I, focused on winning. I, I just that, for that to have been, by the way, he should have gone with and just doubled down on I was being sarcastic. That's what he should have done.
Right, I was just being a jerk. That's way more defensible. But, but you know what? Because that's fine because people don't like the media in general yeah. and they're going to take the side of the coach and everyone's got something to say about every question that's asked. And he, he could have just hid behind that and said, I was being sarcastic because someone brought up elimination right after we lost. I, I can't believe he went with what he did. The, the, well, I just didn't think we were going to lose. Okay, now you have. And the question's about next week. So now that you've lost, I know you haven't thought about it yet. Here's the question. Yeah, perfectly fair to not name a starter before he talks to his team. Yeah, exactly. Very reasonable. And, nor did I think, and by the way, I didn't say will Sam Howell start. I didn't think he'd name a starter. I said, is he one of the guys you're considering? He said they will talk about who's going to start. I didn't know if that meant Wentz versus Heineke or if that meant Sam Howell might actually be someone that they would consider for next week. But man, oh man, was that amazing. What do you guys think? Big deal, little deal. Rivera not knowing that they could be eliminated from the playoffs. 800-636-1067 is the number. Grant and Danny from B-Dubs, Nalls Mill Road. We are in Culpeper on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On site in Culpeper, Grant and Danny on the fan, Knowles Mill Road, punch it into the GPS and come say hello. We just gave you our thoughts. Sounds like we're in lockstep. Pretty hard to fathom your head coach, who's also your GM, who's also your VP football ops, who is in charge of everything when it comes to the commanders, not knowing what could get them eliminated, going into their game as he's calling all the shots all game long. Where you guys come in on how big of a deal that was? Paul's in Southern Maryland. Let's go rapid fire here. Paul, little deal, big deal? Big deal. Big deal. Here we are again, guys. Yeah. All gassed up, nowhere to go. Uh, you know, I, I take my family up to Ohio for uh, the holidays every year. i got a bunch of family up there. And uh, <clears throat> in my opinion, my humble little opinion, um, the decision to go with Wentz over Heineke would be like me taking the car to top off all the fluids and uh, letting the air out of one of the tires and then trying to make the trip. 
Um, loving this Snyder-owned team is like loving a woman that you know is not going to be faithful. Uh, and that's pretty much where I stand, man. It All gassed Next up is in nowhere to go is a good line. Scott, Silver Spring, you're on G&D. Little deal, big deal. Rivera didn't know they could get eliminated. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, big deal, man. I mean, you, you say that you're focused on winning, and great. That's what you should be focused on, but obviously winning to make the playoffs. So shouldn't you know all the scenarios involved that factor into you making the playoffs? And I would imagine they actually sat down at some point, the coaches, and said, okay, if this Wentz thing blows up in our face, when do we pull the trigger? Because there's a good possibility that today we could be eliminated if we lose. So I, I don't get it, but, you know, I don't get much with this team. I called last week and I told you this is a life of a Washington fan. You know, we claw and scratch and wait and got to see who wins or who loses. And as long as we got a fighting chance, well, the fighting chance is gone. And I'm still going to watch and I'm still hoping we kick the Cowboys. Uh, you know what? But here we are. Yeah, thanks for here the Here we call. are, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. And now they are eliminated. Yeah. And you would think a lot changes in terms of maybe who you would start at quarterback or some of the – philosophies in game you start trying to evaluate some things you get what is the most valuable preseason game of the the entire season here but based on his press conference maybe not I mean he said we're going to play to win could be status quo they could just go back to Heineke and try to win another football game I, I again and we'll have more time to talk about this this week I just think it would be irresponsible and absolute malpractice to not start Hal in this final game you get the gift of at least one game to evaluate this guy who you drafted in the fifth round who you haven't seen yet. Matt is in Great Falls on Grant and Danny on the fan. What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt. Hey, Grant and Danny. How you guys doing, man? Good pal. Uh, Grant, I guess you didn't know a simple question like that. I was going to get you the Pulitzer Prize winner, huh? <laughs> I did not have that in the office pool, my friend. Look at Woodward over there. Yeah. That, that's just it's the biggest deal of his tenure it really is and and we and i don't i know you got people waiting in line so i'll be quick so basically is 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 every single player and every single coach knows and you know a job in dc a job with this team you only have to be five six wins and, and everybody will be happy this is the most mediocre thing in the world for this guy that's getting paid i think he just mentioned his salary i don't even know i don't even care the most simplest, the most simplest of things. It's literally, I mean, it's so easy that that's like it's like a, a two-minute conversation with with a staff. Uh, hey, coach, we lose, we're out. Or this, you know, it's that simple. How could he not know that? But Ron Rivera has not cared about this for a long time. And maybe Ian Rappaport is writing nice thing about him because who knows? Maybe Ron is the mole for the uh, that's giving him all these. Uh, you know, inside what's going on in the organization, but it's the biggest deal ever. The man did not know his position before he went into the game. And how could, I mean, everybody's trying, you can't blow this one off. I know we keep firing coaches. I know we keep firing coaches. And, and, and the good thing about it, guys, and I've listened to you guys for a long time, the good thing about it is, you know, when you get to the point where he doesn't bother you anymore, it's like, it's okay. I guess it's like. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't know, hurt you anymore. Thank you for the call. You build up calluses to it. Yeah. <laughs> he Goodness doesn't gracious. feel the pain. He's been burned so That's many That's where times. we are, by the way. His hands are now hardened. Uh, every coach or person that's come through here, I feel like, has a quote that's synonymous with them, if you go through. Like, I always think of Steve Spurrier's Five and 11, not very good. Five and 11, not very good for Steve Spurrier. It sums up just what a boob he was. Dan Snyder, I think, is going to go down as happy Thanksgiving. 
I mean, there, there could be others. Certainly for this year, you could say we finally found our quarterback. But I really believe Happy Thanksgiving from Dan Snyder is the high water mark. For Bruce Allen, the culture is damn good. He's Winning got a few the field, of them. Yeah. Winning off the field works as well, right? Jay Gruden, maybe you go with it's Kirk's team or possibly they're playing how they're, they're playing, playing. They're playing, they're playing, they're playing. You know, there's, some, there's some others in there, right? I really believe the Rivera era, when you look back, the, the quote for him will be, we could be eliminated from the playoffs today? Huh. Huh. <laughs> I, I, I could be wrong, but I think oh, in man. 20 years, the same way we talk about 5-11, and 11, not very good. Wow. We will talk about, we could be eliminated We today? could be eliminated? Let's go to Patrick in Spotsylvania. Hey, Patrick. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, it's kind happy of ironic because we cannot win after Thanksgiving, so I think that's kind of funny. That, uh, you know, that's kind of a bit too, but... Anyways, um, do, do we know for a fact that the person that was supposed to print out the paper for Ron that said we get eliminated this weekend, do we know who they are? Because they should get just as much blame. Because we know Ron looks at papers. So at this point, uh, I mean, we, he, need to, we need to There's someone on, on his football so. admin staff, you know, high up in the football department that should be having meetings with him, just going over a bunch of stuff. And that person probably could have let him know. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, I thought there was a response coming. Yeah, this is I, – I don't know how better to say it. I, I mean, as a freshman in, at little George Washington University in the Atlantic 10, I was aware of clinching scenarios going into our final weekend of the season against Xavier. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it, there's no defense. And I also, by the way, was able to balance wanting to win the games each time with knowing what we needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no planet. There's no there's – no, ecosystem there's no place on earth where anything competitive has happened in the history of mankind where you could say yeah that's reasonable he didn't know no immediately no always no every second of every day where you stand i want to uh, ask jay gruden about this what does he think as a former head coach about rivera not knowing that his team could be eliminated we'll also get his thoughts on going back to wentz and how terribly wentz played that's next on grant and daniel here rivera's presser from earlier today at six we're live at B-Dubs, Nilesville Road in Culpeper on Grant and Danny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 